Psychotronic, denoting or relating to a genre of movies, typically with a science fiction, horror, or fantasy theme, that were made on a low budget or poorly received by critics. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Psychotronica, a podcast for forgotten film. I'm one of your co-hosts, Drew White, along with Emily Winter and Donnie McHenry. Guys, so excited to get this started. Emily, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're excited about? Well, I prefer to remain a mystery, an enigma. Mm. So there's not much to tell about me. I am excited to find out what psychotronic films are. Nice. And I think I'm here to fill the audience surrogate role on this journey because I know nothing. You would be right about that. That is, uh, that is why Miss Emily Winter was selected because nobody is more enthusiastic about trying new movies, trying new books and talking about them. So I was really excited to get you in to kind of get your perspective and to again, yeah, like be the audience. So really thrilled about that. And you fill that enigma role and it makes it really mysterious every yeah. every group needs like a mysterious weirdo and i'm happy they, to do that they do and on the opposite end of that spectrum donnie uh tell us a little bit about yourself all right well i did not realize that we were filling roles so i'm very curious to uh, <laughs> see what role i fill um for our listeners here this is uh drew's brainchild and emily and i are just here along for the ride um Man, I love a lot of movies. I love a lot of great movies. I love a lot of horror movies. And I love a lot of objectively terrible movies. <laughs> and I collect them with no judgment at all on what they are. I will collect anything to have it on my case. So I'm a child of the 80s. Um, and I'm just super excited to be here. You know, I didn't realize uh, what this uh psychotronic film genre was until you explained it to me and i realized man that's half of what i own so <laughs> i was a fan and i didn't even know it i know <laughs> i know it was uh heck it was a term i didn't even know until here recently i guess like i, I can't go without shouting him out i guess so mike vanderbilt was the first person i heard it from somebody you mean the greatest bartender in chicago <laughs> the, the one and only yes All right. and he, he brought it up in a podcast we both listened to called The Halloweenies, and it was just a bug that kind of crawled in my ear and would not let go, much like that sounds like one of the movies we'll be talking about. <laughs> but it was something that I couldn't let go of, and so yeah, reached out to you guys and knew that y'all would be the best ones to kind of go on this journey with me and talk about psychotronic cinema which when I say to other people makes me sound even more pretentious than I actually am. <laughs> but uh, my name is Drew White, and usually I'll be coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, tonight I'm in a place called Indiana, Pennsylvania, oddly enough. Uh, had a nice, beautiful Hampton Inn. But yeah, like Donnie, what was my room number? It, nothing cool like 217. <laughs> That's people now. Yeah, if you if you get here, go back in time and get to room number 306 in Indiana, Pennsylvania. All power to you. That's very, very impressive stuff. I just but, keep thinking of uh, Erie, Indiana, that show. 
when we were kids. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. It, it's just, and there's a Indiana University of Pennsylvania here as well. It gets even more confusing, <laughs> but that's the Midwest for you. Um, <laughs> but today we wanted to, like you both kind of alluded to, talk about what psychotronic cinema is, introduce ourselves, and let everybody know kind of what to expect moving forward, right? So what sort of each episode is going to look like. But as for what psychotronic cinema is, is and what y'all jump in at any point you know uh we'll just keep going but y'all jump in tell me if you have any information you want to share about psychotronica because emily you've got like five books on it now just one so far just one okay yeah. uh, i thought what are those you, things you sent yeah us what, what was the other she's, she's, she's lying so oh, she's magazines. got books and magazines Magaz- right. i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry that, that was my fault on the semantics there yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll see where we end up. Regardless, <laughs> you have psychotronic tomes in your, uh, you have a literature. Yeah. But yeah, we just, we wanted to bring up psychotronic because it's a term that describes typically genre movies, right? So science fiction, horror, fantasy, movies that were made on a low budget and more often than not were poorly received by critics. And Donnie, I think you alluded to that, you know, when these movies came out, maybe they were relegated to drive-ins. Maybe they had limited releases in theaters. They were in the grindhouses, right? So they weren't movies that a lot of people really saw when they came out. And the term was coined by a guy named Michael J. Weldon. He was a publisher and an editor, founded Psychotronic Video, a film magazine where he reviewed movies that were traditionally ignored or ridiculed by mainstream critics at the time of their release. Horror, exploitation, action, science fiction, right? And his magazine ran from 89 to 2006. And the name actually comes from a science fiction movie that we will absolutely have to cover at some point called The Psychotronic Man from 1980. So this leads me to a question. He kind of breaks it up. So psycho and trotic, right? So horror and science fiction. So which side are you more on, the psycho or the trotic? That's a good question. I mean, I'll say psycho. Because psycho, okay. Donnie? Psycho for Emily. Uh, I'm on the, so psycho is, psycho's the horror then, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. I love me some science fiction, but my favorite type of science fiction is science fiction horror. You know, I am the horror guy. So uh, uh, I'll yeah, watch well, it all. Donnie does horror. I think we'll talk about that later. <laughs> you even got an Instagram page everybody can follow and keep up with. But yeah, that was the movie that sort of started it. And yeah, he thought that was sort of the perfect mixture of those worlds right so it sort of elicits those thoughts of horror and science fiction and where they sort of meld and become sort of a genre soup so again wanted to cover sort of what that meant because like y'all said a lot of people haven't heard of this term i'd never heard of it either but for our purposes we're kind of using it as an umbrella term to talk about all of these movies that we're interested in and that frankly, I feel like are underseen, right? So there are a lot of movies out there that people have never heard of, and we want to give people a place to go watch these movies and have someone to talk to about them, right? So big thing for me was, you know, 
I love these types of movies. I love sort of these uh, genre bending movies. And for the longest time, I didn't have anybody to talk to about them. Right. And then found you guys and always love now talking to y'all about these crazy, weird movies that we find. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So our goal is to find more people that love these types of movies. But do y'all have anything to add to that? Well, I do have one fun fact about Michael J. Weldon. Because uh-huh. I think as the father of psychotronic cinema, he's going to come up a lot because yes. that's his book I have and his magazines I have. He does have an Instagram. It has one post from April 2017 where he was selling $1 records and he follows one person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really on one. So I'm, I'm willing to reach out to him, see if he wants to come on, but I, I don't know if he'll be checking his DMs. So. Right. So, so we now have a white whale to go after. Exactly. We, we have to, we have to get Mr. Get him on the pod. I'll get him. I will well, get yeah. him. I, I believe in you. That again, <laughs> like that's, that's what you're here for. You're here to, to research and research and research and get Michael J. Weldon on the podcast. Exactly. And we believe in you. <laughs> so somebody, I, I don't know who would do this. It's, bordering on cruel and unusual punishment but somebody gave you guys homework (laughs) and that would be to name I said three examples of psychotronic movies for everybody out there so that they get an idea of what to expect and Emily do you have any that you picked out that you wanted to talk about I do yeah I cheated and just kind of googled like psychotronic movie lists um, because it really is such a broad term Mm -hmm. and I've seen you guys know basically like nothing. Um, so I wasn't sure I could come up with something on my own, but then I kind of picked out a few that resonated me from a few lists. Um, the first one, and then I would be curious if you guys say that these would count like based on your definition. Um, first one is Bubba Hotep. Yeah. Which is by, you know, my guy Coscarelli. Um, I think it would fit, you know, low budget, low release. I feel like, you know, it's kind of just, just out there. Executive um, decision that counts counts all right good yeah and um and I actually I did really like that one um good parts of it my next one that I saw on a list and kind of stood out to me was Mm. Frankenhooker which I think definitely counts right uh yeah and I will say I've only (laughs) seen part of it butter counts for sure (laughs) yeah yeah I've only seen part because I I couldn't stay awake the second showing for for Joe Bob um that's maybe that's one of my goals with this is it's, it's going to spur me to actually stay awake for the second movie for that. Um, but our guy, James Lorenz is in it, who mm-hmm. is the best part of my third pick street trash, which I hated. <laughs> and you know, Donnie. it exists Sorry, exclusively because of me. I watched it because Donnie <laughs> picked it and it's not a good movie, but the shoplifting scene is perfection. I love it. And then the end part with, with James is the valet trash talking the, guy kind of oozing up that's great too other than that it's not good (laughs) a a quick summation i I love it yeah Yeah, not not good any movie that's got a scene of people playing keep away with somebody's severed uh male member Mm. is psychotronic Mm. yeah (laughs) i I think that does qualify and that is the type of scene you can expect from the movies we'll be covering (laughs) but donnie quickly defend street trash in 15 <laughs> seconds or less street trash is incredible that movie shows i don't even know if it's supposed to take place in new york but i think of that movie and it's new york in the 80s back before things were cleaned up everything is dirty 
and you want melt body meltar mm. street trash is it i mean we're talking highlighter colors of purple and pink and green and i mean this is a movie where that bums drink enjoy. old liquor that makes them melt it's awesome i love it i love it <laughs> well, so donnie we know you love street trash what are your other three that you picked out yeah, I've got my three and of being, you know, the collector I am, I've actually not that any of you at home can see it, but I've got them all right here because um, I own them. So and by the way, on Street Trash, Emily, it's it's not a good movie. You know, I, I understand that it's objectively a bad movie, but I love it just the same. So I wanted to think of some movies that, you know, we're doing the intro to the pod. You know, this is going to be discovery for us. And we're hoping it, it inspires, you know, you listeners into discovery, too. But for the beginning. I want to pick some movies that might have somebody, you know, in them. So, you know, my first one that I've got is an 80s sci-fi fantasy epic starring uh, Qui-Gon Jinn himself, Liam Neeson, called Krull. This movie's got giant spiders. It's got one-eyed cyclopses. Mm -hmm. It's got every child's biggest fear, quicksand. Um, it, it's, I actually, it's a good sorry, time. was just talking about quicksand like three days ago with my friend because we were like, how we are prepared as children mm -hmm. die in quicksand and it hasn't come up for me yet oh it's nope. certain certain yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna be faced with quicksand at some point or another or the bermuda triangle uh, well yeah, i'm still not convinced clear. i won't have to face that <laughs> I, I still think we might at some point it could happen. <laughs> so uh my second one is uh one that i love it's called prophecy it's got a our guy uh armand asante uh if i'm pronouncing that right you might know him from uh I don't know. Every time I think of him, I just think he's the bad guy in the Stallone um, Judge Dredd movie. But it is, uh, you know, it's something that I think you're going to go into a little bit too, Drew. I know you mm -hmm. like the genre. Nature goes amok. I mean, this is a cool movie about uh, the dangers of corporations getting greedy with their waste. And uh, let's just say mm. uh, there's a nice, uh, I won't say it, it's a nice creature, right? I don't think they had a necessarily the budget for a nice one, but it, it's a movie, all right. And then <laughs> last one uh, that I wanted to put on my list of three is a, a movie that I can't stand called Paganini Horror. All right. This movie's got Donald Pleasance in it and the drunkest I've ever seen him on film consistently in all his scenes. Um, and real quick on that, in the 80s, right, they, this was back when you had no budget, you'd make a poster and you'd sell the poster. So, again, you can't see it at home, but if you guys at home Google it, the poster for this movie is awesome, right? This dude, yeah, Paganini, is like an old music guy. I don't know. He's a violinist. And Klaus Kinski had a passion project to make a movie on him. Mm. And this Italian director guy, uh, Luigi Cosi, was like, hey, let's make a horror movie on it and, and jump on the bandwagon of Paganini being big. We don't have money and we don't have a good story, but let's make it anyway. And uh, they made it. And let me tell you, there is no gnarly skull dude with his eye like in the cover at all. But okay, that's a bummer because that's yeah. the best part of that poster. There is a yeah. skull man playing <laughs> the violin and that or with blood. Yeah, it's great. The poster is awesome. And the music in that movie, there's a music video scene that is great. Um, but on the whole, not a great movie, but I do own it. I have watched it because I bought it blind as I do many of my things at the yeah. Severin table at a horror convention. So those are my three. As one does, uh, Klaus Kinski, good one. So mine, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or maybe don't Google them if you don't want to 
lose <laughs> faith in humanity. So, yes, I love, and, and this is another, if you, if you can't tell, I'm a, uh, I am a Vanderbilt. I heard this <laughs> from him, Jawsploitation. And you've heard of Jaws. Now, have you heard of Grizzly, which is a grizzly bear on the run? Or Alligator, which is an alligator on the run? Or even Tentacles? which I saw the other day, and it is worth it alone just to see a man talk passionately to an orca. It's, it's a gorgeous scene. And I, I do have to bring up that some poor girl yesterday started talking about the Harry Potter movies, and before I knew it, I was talking about how Richard Harris, who played Dumbledore, was an orca back in the 70s, and about how... Um, he, he plays he, an orca? No, he, well, he... That would be a really Oscar-worthy performance. I'd love to see yeah. it, but he he played a man, oh, okay. um, which is much less impressive. Human, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not much is, to that. Orca, is that where their boat blades, like, kill a baby orca, and then their fishing boat is then tracked down and stalked by the mother orca for the rest of the movie and it has extreme close-ups of this orca eye multiple times just like looking around absolutely yes (laughs) (laughs) i've seen it (laughs) a a very in the end it's very i will not give it away the very uh old movie about an orca but depressing ending for a, a fun little nature runs amok story but that's yeah. so funny <laughs> i saw that movie late night when i was babysitting my mother was babysitting my cousins this is in like 1994 probably and it was on cable late at night and i stayed up and watched it the score makes you think that clint eastwood's gonna you know round the corner at any second and start <laughs> you know gunslinging but that does not happen It'd be a probably a more interesting movie if that did happen but that pretty much wraps it up again we just kind of wanted to introduce ourselves introduce the concept what psychotronic cinema is you'll hear us say that a lot and just want to thank you for finding us and listening to us and now we want to talk about what's next right so this is the introduction episode what we'll be doing each month so you'll be able to expect an episode from us every month is we will be covering one movie And at the end of each episode, we will reveal what next month's movie is going to be. So are y'all ready to tell everyone what the first movie is? Oh, I'm ready. You ready? All right. So do do you think we can sync it up? Three, two, one. All right. Three, three, two, one. Shivers. Shivers. I'm sure that's going to come out beautifully. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, 1975's shivers david cronenberg's first feature film so yeah next month we will be joining you at starliner towers in montreal for shivers so really excited about that and donnie i guess you would be too it feels like you are the resident cronenberg guy you've seen like several of his movies in the theater recently huh yeah yeah the texas theaters had a real cool thing going on i've been uh, on a cronenberg kick lately uh, i just saw videodrome in the theater uh, over the weekend so that was a real cool experience this past month i've seen videodrome dead ringers and the fly on the big screen Oof. at the texas theater that is a lot of a term that cronenberg says does not exist body horror <laughs> but um Donnie, I, I know you've seen the movie before because, and I'm going to give you the four to explain yourself and to sort of defend your honor. You have two copies of Shivers. Um, yes. How does that happen? 
So when you collect movies the way that I do, sometimes you get the, uh, the notion to buy something. So I, I eventually bought an app that I can scan barcodes and track movies. And I try to be good about that and see if I already own it because I don't just have two copies of Shivers. I have two copies of Crow. I have two copies of Platoon. <laughs> I have two copies of Requiem for a Dream. Mm. Um, I have two copies of Children of the Corn, but that was deliberate. I upgraded. Same with American Werewolf. Um, but yeah, we got excited talking about Shivers. I said, man, I this has been a blind spot for a while. The Vestron Blu-ray is on Amazon for like 10 bucks. I better buy it. Bought it, yeah. got it, went to put it on my shelf alphabetically and saw that it was already there. So I got excited and bought it for $10 probably two years ago and hadn't watched it. So that's that's me. <laughs> uh, I've got that Vestron release as well. So that's how I'll be watching it. Emily, you're going to be watching on one of the best streaming services out there. No free ads. Tubi, correct? Yeah, correct. Because I correct. don't, um, are DVD players still a thing or is it all blue right now? I don't own a player. I think they're out there. You can yeah. find them. No, I, I don't have one. So I'll but be on Tubi. I love Tubi. needs to get one. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you know this or not, but one of our segments <laughs> for next episode is going to be, you have to give us a report on all the commercials and power rank all of them. I can definitely do that. On Tubi. Really excited about that. But Nothing will probably ever be as good as the Campbell's soup commercial with the snowman comes in and then it melts and it's a kid. Few things are. We'll see. We'll see. Few things are. So, yeah, we also will be releasing commercial cast where we'll be talking <laughs> about commercials uh, for an hour, maybe two. Yeah. But hey, thank you both. Thank you all for listening to our intro episode of Psychotronica, a podcast for forgotten film. We are so, so excited. And now, Donnie, we mentioned Donnie Does Horror. Uh, do you have anywhere else people can follow you or anything oh, else? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could follow my normie Instagram if you want to be weird, but, um, you know, my, my, uh, my, my big, uh, and I don't know, I was going to try to make a funny joke, but now I'm just stuttering, but yeah, Donnie, D-O-N-N-I-E underscore does D-O-E-S underscore horror is my Instagram handle. I used to have Donnie's horror corner. And then I realized as a big fan of Tony's horror corner, who is a much more vetted collector than I that my original idea was actually his idea that I had just thought was mine. So I changed it out of respect. That's hey, very man, Hollywood your... of you though. I'm a pretty humble guy. <laughs> hey, look, we are not that you're ripping them off, but we're going to be covering a lot of ripoffs. I mean, we, we celebrate the ripoff here at Psychotronica. So there is no shame in that whatsoever. And plus you're doing yourself a big disservice. It's a great page to follow, especially if you're a collector. Because you've shown a lot of Blu-rays I didn't even know existed. And so if yeah, you're I in never, never know what Donnie's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why he is so valuable. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you're, uh, if you're into collecting, if you love Blu-rays, uh, definitely look that up because he's got a lot of cool stuff on there. And Emily, you're mysterious. So I'm going to assume and make an ass out of you and me that you do not want to reveal your social media yeah, we'll, we'll save it the content okay. is, you know how do you say like not great okay my okay. jokes crack me up but i don't want to scare people away too early so emily's stories are, are always gold i like her stories yeah you and nobody else but you know <laughs> <laughs> you and my mom hey you found an audience yeah <laughs> but uh you also do yourself a great disservice uh there's been a lot of fun stuff out there 
a lot of fun stuff. And that gives you all more incentive to listen because the more you listen, the sooner Emily will reveal her social media. That'll be a big deal. Yeah. It'll be a huge, huge reveal. My handle is e.enigma. Yeah. I guess we'll stop. I'll stop tagging your Instagram (laughs) when I post story (laughs) posts for the pod. It's all right. (laughs) Everybody's going to find it out. There's some, some, uh, some snoops out there. Somebody's going to find it, but (laughs) most importantly, you can find us on Instagram at psychotronica pod and Twitter at, at psychotronica with two underscores. Yeah. I had to throw two underscores in there, unfortunately, (laughs) but wouldn't psychotronica one underscore and then pod have worked or was that already taken? Um, huh yeah definitely i'm the idea man definitely <laughs> tried that and it didn't it didn't work that i would have thought that don't <laughs> come on this thing's falling give me, apart yeah, give, me, give me give me some credit but before i make even more of a fool of myself we'll we edit will, that out we, yeah that's cut that we will see you guys next month thank you Bye. Bye. <laughs>